Up first in the Freak Nation is a guy, of course, right up the Freak's alley. We're pretty much on the side of the fence where we're not really concerned with what we say. It's really sometimes just how we say it and if people understand it. Same with this guy. Not afraid to speak his mind. Likes to have some fun. He's about to lead his 19th annual charity ride across America. And I understand he's actually packing as he's talking to us. Now, Kyle Petty, are you packing some Boudreaux's butt paste to keep that monkey butt away on that long-ass ride that you got? You don't need any of that stuff, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you're saying you've got a leather ass? Hey, yeah, it's a hard ass. That's exactly right. <laughs> I've been saying that about Kyle you for a long time. You know, I, I tell you what, this year, probably more than any other year, um, you're not going to need that stuff at all because I think our longest day is 300 and. 40 miles, 330 or 40 miles, so that's about it. Uh, that's a short day. Wow, that's right. Yeah, Kyle Petty, What? why did you change? You used to run from the West Coast to the East Coast. Now you're going from North to South, from Idaho to uh, what Arizona, Arizona somewhere. Yeah. Why? Well, here's what, here's what we've done. Um, golly, man. You know, we've, we've left from up around... Portland, uh, from San Francisco, from Sonoma, from Sacramento, from L.A., from Huntington Beach, from Palm Springs. I mean, and, and we've gone west to east so many times. That probably about five or six years ago, uh, we decided we'd, we'd run some north and south routes. We went Maine to Miami one year. Uh, we went the, up the U.P. of Michigan. We went from there down towards Savannah or Amelia Island. Um in, in Florida one year. Um, so this this year, really, we looked at Idaho boy, uh, up at uh, Coeur d'Alene. We had been there once before, and, and the riders just loved it. All of our people just loved it. So we decided we'd start there uh, and end in Phoenix this year because this is our 19th year. Um, but, and, and we looked at it, we said, okay, we'll go, you know, Coeur d'Alene, Boise, Jackson Hole, Green River, um, kind of swing down to, to Grand Junction, then go back to, to Durango and then to Sholo and then on into Phoenix. But next year is our 20th year. Okay, so next year, instead of going north to south, west to east, we're thinking about going Washington State to Key West. Wow. So we're going to go oh, wow. across that way. That would be so kind of cool. This year, this year was a little bit of a, hey, we're going to give you a little bit different ride this year so we can really bust your butt next year. <laughs> okay, then that's when Boudreaux's Butt Paste will be sponsoring the ride. Could be. Could be next year. Could be next year. This year, it's easy. Next year, it's, it's going to separate them. <laughs> wow. That sounds like an incredible ride. I've been on some of those roads in Idaho, in Colorado, in Arizona. In fact, I was on a ride with the Grand Am people. We went through some places in Arizona that were phenomenally beautiful. How do you keep everybody's attention on the road when you're going through such beautiful scenery? You know what? I, I tell you what, it, it is, and, and we're from obviously back east. Uh, so when you're riding in Idaho or Utah or, you know, riding through Colorado, it's absolutely breathtaking. Um, and, and it's funny because, and, and what we'll do, we'll stop a lot. We'll stop a lot, let you take pictures, let people kind of hang out, you know what I mean, that kind of thing. Because the thing is, it, it is so breathtaking. It's something that, that we're not used to seeing. Uh, but, I, I, you know, like I said, we've got some, we've got some shorter days. We've got some 180-mile days or 220, 30-40-mile days, uh, which is, you know, basically four or five hours of riding. So we're going we're gonna to give the riders a lot more opportunities this year 
to get into a place like Jackson Hole and then go ride some around Jackson Hole if they want to, or get into a place like Durango uh, and do some things there and show low or whatever. So we're giving them a little bit more free time this year than what we have in the past. Kyle Petty, you got to make sure that when you get to Jackson Hole that you go uh, early in the morning and watch the sun rise over the Tetons. That that's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen on a motorcycle. You've got to stop and just let all that happen. Yeah, well, you know, most of the time that's what time I'm coming in. Um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, we are. We plan on doing a lot of that stuff. Yeah, the people in Jackson Hole uh, have really. Uh, my father's got a place in Alpine, which is just south of Jackson Hole. Um, so he kn- he knows uh, a lot of people out there. So we're we're gonna let. Like I said, we're just giving people free time to go and experience the areas this year. No, the the actual reality of it, Kyle Petty, is you're giving people time away from Rutledge. They can only take so much. Yeah, what are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) You can take Rutledge. I can take Rutledge in massive doses, man. No, he he rocks. (laughs) He is so funny, but he is, you know what, he's, I heard you talking about the Toyota Celebrity Race and all that stuff at Long Beach. You know, he's driving in it again this year, um, and, and Top Gear for him has just turned into just a huge, a huge opportunity for him, and he's taken advantage of it. He does a, a great job on there, but uh, doing the thing in, in, in Long Beach, he's really excited. I think he's been to L.A. a couple of times already to test and to get oriented with some of that stuff, so he's excited about it. Well, Kyle Petty, have you ever driven in the celebrity race at Long Beach? You know what? I did. Um... Like back when they run front engine, um, <laughs> front engine Indy cars. Uh, Whoa, what? That's, that's how long ago it's been. You know, it was back in the eighties. That'd be way back in the eighties um, when they when they ran. Um, and I did run a race out there. Awesome. Uh, I'm not sure how I did. It's been so long. I've I've hit a bunch of walls since then, so I don't remember that much. But it was. But I did run the race out there one time. Kyle Petty, before we get off your ride, just a second, where can people find out more about the Kyle Petty Charity Ride? Uh, you can follow us on Facebook um, and, and go, follow, follow us on Twitter. We have a Twitter account, obviously. Uh, it's not my Twitter account. It's Kyle Petty Charity Ride. It's their, it's, it's their Twitter account. Uh, but you can follow us on Facebook. Again, follow us there. And, and um, you know, we've got a website. We're not really following it this year as much as we have. But you can find out information there about where we're going to be, when we're going to be in your town. And I'm telling you, the people in Coeur d'Alene, the people in, in Boise, the people in uh, Jackson Hole, all the way down to, to Grand Junction and Sholo, those people are really excited. We've got a lot of tweets from fans and a lot of interest on Facebook from fans that are interested uh, when we come through, so we're excited about it. There's uh, you got Herschel Walker, I see. He's involved in it. Where'd you find a bike big enough for his shoulders? He's got he's got to be so make the bike look so small. That's going to look a little strange. He is amazing. He has come. He's been going six, seven years, seven, eight years. I don't even know how many years he's been going with us. Um, but he comes with a different bike and a different custom bike almost every year. Uh, it, it is phenomenal. Some of the some of the pieces of art that he brings out and rides across country on, um, and he is just one of the, if not the nicest guy you will ever meet in your whole life. Uh, I mean, he just, he, the kids, the fans, the people that come out, the people on the ride, he's got time for everybody. He is, he's a phenomenal human being. I know he was a phenomenal athlete, but Herschel is just a phenomenal human being. Kyle Petty, is it true that Danica Patrick will be the Grand Marshal? 
I don't see why not. I mean, we got 150 riders or 125, 150 riders. She can start last there, too. Oh, my. So that's all right. Um, and we'll just go. She can be our grand marshal anytime she wants to. That was a soft. <laughs> you know, that was you a know, you, you know, you know, she got a participation ribbon for, for finishing 12th up at Martinsville. Oh, <laughs> In other news. Man, I just, he, I just teed it up for him, and he just slammed it, didn't he? That was a home run, I believe. What? 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 I think that was almost 400 feet. A big deal out of anybody else finishing 12. This is getting worse than freaking T-ball for kids. Everybody gets a trophy. Everybody gets a ribbon. Everybody's a hero. Nobody loses. Guess what? One guy wins on Sunday. 42 guys fail. That's the way it works, and that's the way it's been always, and that's the way it's always going to be. So let's let's give the guys who win races a little bit of credit here, because they're the ones that go out and do it all right all day long like Jimmy Johnson did and like Kyle Busch did yesterday. Speaking of yesterday, Brad Keselowski went off on NASCAR. Where's your take on his, on his take on how NASCAR's treating him and Roger Penske? You know what? I, I guess I don't know a lot of, uh, enough about it. I mean, it's kind of, it kind of caught me, caught me off guard a little bit because basically his comments when he started his, his rant a little bit was, you know, for the last week, which that, that encompassed Martinsville, too. You know what I mean? That goes all the way back to Martinsville. And, and I didn't really realize that they had that big an issue with Martinsville. Um, you know, I thought he and, he, and, um, he and Joey both had a pretty decent races at Martinsville. Uh, you know, for, for a Ford, you don't usually think about Fords running that good at Martinsville in the past. And I thought they were pretty decent up there. And then, you know, the, 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 the save they made, uh, I guess yesterday in Texas, um, you know, being in the garage area, Joey Logano is just, he's on fire right now, you know, as, as far as where he has been in the past. So I think his comments kind of caught me off guard, but obviously there's a rub between him. Uh, he feels like the officials or NASCAR in general is targeting him. And you know what? After some of the comments he made in USA Today and in and, and, and February, um, you know, when they caught him in the truck, he put a target on his back. You know, if you're going to put a target on your back, stand up, man, be a man. Uh, if you're going to pitch, they're going to pitch back. And, and right now, I think he feels like they're pitching back, but he needs to he needs to kind of play a little bit closer to the vest than, than just jumping out of a car on a Saturday night and start screaming. Yeah, Kyle Petty, that's right in the wheelhouse for my next question. You've been around NASCAR a very long time. At some point, they're going to draw the line and step on him like you smash a bug. Is is he getting close to that line now? You know what? Again, I don't know enough about about what had what transpired yesterday uh, with the rear ends. I really don't know enough about that and enough about what went back. I do know some of the comments he made um in, in, in February to, to USA Today that were published, I do know they cut awfully close, uh, that, that, that they hit really close to home. And, and here's what we all have to understand, you know what I mean, and, and when you're a competitor. Um, you know, their ball, their ballpark, their day, their game, their rules, they just let you play there. And if they don't want to let you play there anymore, guess what? You don't get to play there anymore. And that's how simple it is, you know. So he can run his mouth, and we can all run our mouth. And we have to realize that as, as individual drivers, when I drove, you have to realize you can run your mouth all you want to. Uh, but you know what? They're the ones that are making the rules, and they're the ones that are, are, are making things happen. And, and you've got to respect that at some point in time. And, 
you know, I, I, I'm not sure where, I'm not sure what's going to happen on this one because he got a little bit, he got very vocal. I'll just say that. I've seen this mentioned a couple times on social networking, Facebook, Twitter, wherever. And here's another one that just came in saying, kind of ironic, Viquez was the one that complained about Hendrick rear ends last year and now this. Drivers kind of have a short-term yeah. memory, don't they? Yeah, there's a lot of irony in our sport right now. It's like Tony Stewart complaining about blocking. That's a little ironic, too, don't you think? Um, <laughs> True. So <laughs> I, I think when you look at it, you know, here, here's the thing. Here's a, here, and, and it's funny. I flew back today and, and talking to reporters. I've been on that side of the table as a driver where I'm telling you, man, you just go crazy in your head when stuff happens. And you've got a million theories, and, a, and everybody, everything's a conspiracy, and everybody's against you, and everybody's out to get you. And, and that's just what you think, and you verbalize it. And then when you have a chance to think about it and go back and look at it or, or watch things on film and look at things, you think, my God, I'm an idiot. Um, I should have never said that. Then you try to start squirming your way out of it and backing down and backing off and trying to, trying to save face. I, I don't – It's. I, I feel bad for – for the way things have played out for him. Um, but I, I'm telling you, it is ironic that, you know, in one, one fell swoop, you're the guy that was, was pointing it out and pointing fingers at somebody else. But while you were pointing that one, there were two or three pointing back at you, and evidently they decided to look at you. Kyle Petty joins us here in Speed Freaks Pits in the Lucas Oil Studios. Kyle Petty, what do you give that race last night at Texas? We were pretty much uh, trying to put a big old fat name on it. We just came up with Parade and, you know, a snooze fest there for – for most of the race, what do you give it? <laughs> well, you know what? It, it's it's funny because if you if you take Kyle Busch out of the mix, um, <laughs> there was some pretty good, there was some decent racing, and and I say this, okay, we've not had a great race. The word we everybody says, oh, what a great race, what a great, oh, what a great California, what a great Martha. They're not great. They're just races. You know what I mean? And some are better than others. Daytona was a little bit of a snooze fest. Everybody got in line and rode around. <laughs> then in the last eight or ten laps, they decided to race. There was just nobody there that could race with Kyle or race with Truex last night. Um, I think Carl Edwards, fantastic job of overcoming some of their issues and coming back and finishing in the top five. five. Joey Logano, fantastic story, racing up through the field and, and racing up through the pack. But, you know, until these guys really figure out this car, and really figure out the small, minute details of this car and how it takes adjustment and how they can do stuff. And, and I said it before. Everybody said, give them four or five races. I said, give them 15. With this car, give them 15. Because there's so much with the 150-pound weight limit or weight that they took out with the new camber rear end rules. Um, you know, there's so much that these guys have to learn. So, you know, it's a, it was Texas. It was a Texas race. And it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. Um, but you know what? It was just Kyle stunk up the show, and more power to Kyle. That's a driver's dream when you can stink up a show like that. So, and that's not a slam against Kyle Busch because they just hit it and then they got it right, and that's the way it was. Which is why Martin Truex was so, or just felt and sounded so dejected after the race because he was he led the second most amount of laps, I think 142 in total for him, and finished second. That has to be the worst feeling, especially since he hasn't won since 07. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know what to think about that either, though. Um, you know, once again, <laughs> this is Kyle. <laughs> so, I, you know, Martin's just got that attitude right now, woe is me. You know, if they throw a caution, woe, I'm beat. 
I got to come down pit road. My pit crew's not as good. Whoa, I'm beat. Uh, I'd have hated to see that last caution because whoa, I'm beat. You know what I mean? So at some point in time, you can't think that that those things are happening. You know, you've got you're out there leading that race. You got just as much opportunity as Kyle Busch has. You led the second most. You could you showed you could lead. You know, you got to go out there and, and you got to put that play thing in position. But evidently, they just couldn't capitalize on it. And you know, it's happened to Martin. You know, Kansas has happened to him a number of times. Uh, and I think the difference and why we see the dejection in Martin um, more so than we see in other people is, you know, Kyle Busch goes to the race 36 times a year. Guess what? He's got a chance of winning 36 times a year. Uh, that's how good a driver he is. That's how good a driver and team Jimmy Johnson is and Jeff Gordon is and Tony Stewart and some of those guys. I think that Martin's still at that place in his head where he feels like Michael Walter races racing can win races and he can win races. But really, he's only got 10 or 12 shots. And every time he misses one of those 10 or 12 shots, um, I think he gets a little bit more dejected. And he's missed uh, a few too many shots lately in his mind, I think. Um, that he thinks he just needs to, they're going to have to capitalize at some point in time. But that's a team deal more than it is anything else. Freak Nation, that's the voice of Kyle Petty joining us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Man, he needs to be the, the next freak. He is. Yeah. He is saying stuff that we say all the time. Kyle Petty for president. <laughs> exactly. Hey, and, and we, did, we didn't even ask you about I – mean, I know we got to go to break. We didn't even ask you about your old man and what he had to say about some Hall of Famers that should not even, even be thinking about being inducted in the Hall of Fame, like uh, Hendrick. Richard Childress. And Hendrick, Richard Childress. Yeah. What's your take? Yeah, you know what? Honestly, there's, there's 25 people on that list, and about 12 or 14 of them – are going to get in the Hall of Fame at some point in time, but they shouldn't really even be on the list at this point in time. And I, I, they're not going to get voted on. I, I will say that. There, there's, there's 10 or 12 guys on that list that are just not going to get voted on at this point in time. And, and that's not a slam against them. Um, you know, no, we're not going to vote for Rick. People in that room, the general consensus is you're not going to vote for Rick and you're not going to vote for Childress because they're still putting up incredible numbers. You know what I mean? Well, you're going to vote a guy in with 200 wins when Rick may have three or 400 wins. You know what I mean? And that's all well and good. But what other sport do we go ahead and start voting people into the Hall of Fame and just keep changing their plaque every year? That's not what it's about. You know what I mean? So I think there's, there's guys like that that are on the list that, you know, probably shouldn't be on the list at this point in time. And I, I agree. And there's guys that are on the list that are going to get, um, you know, get the sympathy vote and get a lot of different votes. And, you know, the, the problem with our Hall of Fame right now, and I know y'all are going to break, is there is no criteria for the Hall of Fame. <laughs> you know, we can talk numbers all we want to, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's not about numbers. It's about what you did off the racetrack. But then we start talking about off the racetrack, and then they say, well, well, it's not about that. It's, it's all about numbers and all this stuff. And, you know, we've already put all of our 50 race winners in. Next thing you know, we're going to put guys, be putting guys like Kyle Petty, who's got eight wins in, and that's a shame. When we get down... <laughs> To, to that level where you're putting guys in the Hall of Fame that don't have Bobby Allison and Kel Yarborough and, and Rusty Wallace and Junior Johnson numbers, that brings them down. That doesn't elevate the guy with 25 wins or 30 wins. That brings the guy down with 100 wins or with 80 wins. Uh, and I just think that's a shame. I just think that's a shame. And there's other people that need to be in this Hall of Fame. We've not. My uncle's nominated this year. I think uh, five. But we have no engine builders in the, in the Hall of Fame at this point. Wow. Inman and, and, and Leonard Wood, crew chiefs. We've got owners in Glenwood. We've got owners in Budmore. We've got founding members of NASCAR. Um, you know, we, we need to get some other people in there. But, I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm, 
we're going to rewrite history. This is the most politically correct sport in the world right now. We're just going to rewrite our history and put in whoever they want to. <laughs> All right, Freak Nation. None other than Kyle Petty coming in here being the fourth freak for about 20 minutes. Dude, just be sure and pack that Boudreaux's butt brace for, the, for those five days. All right? I got him, baby. <laughs> All right, partner. We'll see you at the track, if not here in the Freak Nation. All right, man. Take care. All right. Kyle Petty joining us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. We could go on and on with the guy, man. Oh, without question. Yeah. Well, that was a great conversation.